0: Hey guys, this is Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a second podcast of the day. Because I'm on vacation. It's my last day of vacation. Then we head into the weekend, so I'm sad, but I refuse to give in to it. I refuse to. Did I? Do you believe that? That was a pause. To, so you would think that I believe it. No, I'm not going to give in to it. My vacation's gone. My vacation's gone. Ah, fuck it. Anyways, guys, so uh, I already did one podcast with a clickbait title of uh, How to Increase Your Podcast Listeners. Ha! I have no freaking clue. So it's sort of like a mimic title. You think you know what you're going to listen to, and then when you click on it, then you get bit. Maybe it should be called clickbite instead of clickbait. I don't know. That sounds stupid, too. Anyway, guys, I've gotten a lot of call lately, so I thought I would do a full-fledged frontal assault with Colin. So bring him on.
1: Hey, man, it's Hobbs. Tell Joe the lawyer to fuck off and quit being a pussy. And Eric Tenkar, too. I talked about the, the whole idea of the rot grubs as traps and... Uh, just be smart pay attention and learn from your mistakes and when you get uh you take one buck up buddy tighten up the pants pull them up and get back at it second thing i think that uh non-dairy vegan cheesecake town sounds delicious actually send some my way with the next uh manor patron stuff thirdly
0: happy birthday brother some stern words for Hobbs from Hobbs to Joe the Lawyer and Tencar. <laughs> yeah, the this Monday they're they're gonna have to buck up. It'll be the first uh game after the whole rock grub incident, which has been ongoing for a long time now. But uh I'm sure we'll we'll uh come up with a new controversial topic soon enough. And uh yeah, I'll tell you what, the vegan Cheesecake, actually, the second one she made was actually really good. It was almost like a cross between a cheesecake and a banana cream pie. And I mean, those are two of my favorite desserts, and she was able to mix them all up into one. And holy shit, it was really good. So, uh, and thank you for the birthday wishes, Jason. I appreciate it. It was a great birthday, great time, and uh, uh, hopefully, uh, when I get back to work, it, the vacation won't melt off me too soon although it rarely lasts I usually get out of the car I walk up the sidewalk and before I can even get into the building I'm usually accosted by one to two people and then once I'm in a building I'm accosted by at least one other person and then when I get into my finally get to my desk after this is half an hour later I have a barrage I'm sure I'm going to have Dozens and dozens of calls, and I am not exaggerating when I'm talking about hundreds of emails that I'm just going to have to go through. And uh, I hopefully I remember to schedule lights on Monday. I think I did. I think I think I did. I hope I hope I hope I did. If not, I'm screwedy screwedy screwed. But either way, I'll get through it. So, but thank you, Jason. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, Jason. Jason, I've got another Jason call.
1: Hey, Tim. It's Hobbs yeah the session was interesting. um I think we were surprised as more and more knolls were revealed but I guess each of us is worth five knolls <laughs> or at least four I guess with uh rumble but um yeah, it was fun. we got to uh exercise some strategical chops in the way we went after the knolls and not having them be able to escape was interesting but I mean, even if they did escape, we still get all the treasure, unless I guess they try to take it with them. And um I don't know. I like the way that the whole Dragadoria cult thing kind of just wrapped up. I mean, I kept thinking we were going to find more clues to lead us somewhere else, but it didn't, and that was it. And now it's up to us what we do, which is always a fun moment for a GM. Ha, ha, ha.
0: Well, I thought that was a new message. That was an old message, and I think I played it. I don't know. Sometimes I get confused with the voicemails messages. So, either way, two messages from Hobbs is a good thing. It's better than just for one. So, yep, yeah, thanks for calling in, Hobbs. Appreciate it.
1: Dope. Well, I guess I set myself up there, didn't I? Sure, I guess I volunteer. Um, I don't know if I'll be uh, up, to, up to snuff, but you could always gong me if I really suck. I could be the mean Gene dancing the machine of the round table and get gonged off or something, but uh, yeah, what the heck. If you, need, if you are interested in my input, that's fine, but just be aware I'm a little bit techni- technologically challenged. I'm pretty much confined to using a cell phone for all my stuff, and sure, I do an anchor podcast, but as we all talked about, anyone can do one of those,
0: right? Even a dope like me. See ya, Rob C threw down a gauntlet. He didn't know he did, and I took it up and said, "Rob, we want you on the round table. Now he's like, "Okay, maybe you do more. So I said something I shouldn't have." Rob, looking very informed. Hopefully, you can make it. I, can, I threw out a time in my lab podcast last podcast where I talked about want to do Thursdays, like every other Thursday, around nine Eastern time, eight Eastern time. I forgot what I said now eight eastern time have a little bit of flexibility in that so hopefully we can get everybody at the table for the first one coming this thursday we'll see uh and of course rob man no gonging in this thing we're all we're all good here i'm always looking forward to input i mean i I know you from your podcast but otherwise i don't know you that well but i'm definitely more i'm interested in hearing what you have to say and your thoughts on the games and and you're writing your own RPG, so the, right there you're designing your whole system. That's more than anything I could do. I, I, I Just not my wheelhouse would be able to do that. So uh, uh, hopefully we'll see you there for the f- inaugural episode of the Adventure Designers Roundtable.
2: Hey, man, Joe Listen to your podcast here, you you're sort of asked the question, Um, within another point you were making, uh, what happens if you take out short rests? Well, I could tell you from experience, they will whine like little bitches, especially the younger they are. God forbid you take away something from the game for these people that makes them uber. Uh, holy shit. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's a thing. You can't touch the precious. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's fucking pathetic man, uh so I had to re- revamp the house was a scale it way back um and I still took out a lot of shit. But you don't get me wrong, but still uh my god if you there's certain things you don't touch or else you get all kinds of backlash and shit, so anyway, I look forward to seeing what you do with it man and, um, like I said, I, before you want me to jump into any games you want to play test uh, feel free I've been DMing five e now for a couple of years, a lot of different games, so I know it pretty decently. Thank
0: How's Joe, the lawyer from Not So Wondrous Imaginings, uh, Mr. Rockrub himself? This 5e topic about, uh, especially the the rests and playing 5e as is. I have some other phone call phone calls, some other uh, voicemails from Ray Otis and Spike Pit about the same topic, and they all seem to concur about playing it as is, and that's kind of what I was gonna, what I wanted to do because I want to learn it as is. And uh, like I said, I'm not very good at designing a rule set. So when you start taking it, it's almost like a Jenga tower. When you start taking out those rules, you don't know which one you're going to take out. It's going to affect the other things, and eventually it's going to fall. Because I'm not that... I don't have a good eye for game design in that way venture design i think i do pretty well but not uh not for an entire system so thanks for calling in joe appreciate it my man
3: all right it's here with spike pitt just interested to hear your about your plans for 5e and doing some conversions for your existing material one thing you you said apparently joe suggested that uh, d d 5e basic rules weren't a complete game, and that's got me a bit uh, intrigued. Really, I wondered what aspects of the game he thought were missing from that rule set. Up. I I can only think that maybe I getting the is he getting the starter rules confused with the basic rules? Because I know they haven't got any of the character generation stuff in but the basic rules themselves seem pretty complete to me and, and kind of like a 5e version of the old basic rules if that makes sense anyway just wondering
0: hey Colin thank you so much for calling in and tell you the truth i didn't realize those were two different things until i started looking at them after you said something cuz i have the starter rules in the in the box set but then I have the basic roles actually came in the um, Stranger Things box set. And I didn't realize that they were different. For In my mind, I just thought they were the same thing. So uh, maybe that's what Joe's thinking of. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'd, I'd have to ask him. and uh, Or he can call in or or say something in his podcast about it but I'm going to take a look at those basic rules in the Stranger Things because I was actually looking at them in the the starter set so uh, thank you for bringing up the difference because otherwise I I wouldn't have noticed so uh, thanks again for calling in.
4: hey Tim this is Ray again I could not agree more on your thoughts on 5e while there are some things that I really don't love about the system uh, I want to play it as written I think messing around with systems while fun and uh, everybody has the impulse to do that you have to really understand what the system is doing before you mess with it and you have to understand it like really well because a lot of times there's um there's kind of sliding parts there where if you, you remove one thing, then it affects some of the mechanics around it. Every, all of the mechanics look isolated, but they're not. Uh, I learned that when I was talking about BX and uh, the unified save in BX. You know, saves are part of the level design in BX and uh, part of the class design. So if you just make a unified save, you need to think about what that does to the other class <laughs> levels. Well, I'm out of time. Later. Oh. I have one other thought. (laughs) Sorry for spamming you. Regarding short rest, um, I get it. I don't necessarily love that either. But I think as the GM, what it allows you to do is pull the gloves off a little bit more. So you can make it harder for them to have short rests. You can push the characters a little harder. They're more resilient. I found this is true of Dungeon World too: is that the characters are pretty resilient. So um, as the GM, you can make their lives just uh, a lot harder than you could if, if they were more fragile in that short rest allows them to recover so that you can punch them pretty hard. Uh, and I, that'd be my advice is like, instead of trying to remove the short rest, instead be more aggressive with, uh, uh wearing them down. So there you go. That
0: was a double shot array, And this is the third time I've tried to record this one because the first one didn't load. And the second one I deleted by accident. So let's try this again. I, uh, I've come to terms with short rest. Uh, it's a rule that I just need to learn more about, not only on for the players' aspect, but for the GM, because all rules that are within there are things that I can mess with within game and within reason. I'm not one of those ones who just wants to be a dickhead GM just to keep messing with them. Uh, but, uh, but it's very plausible that the players could come upon a null camp and they kicked the shit out of the knolls, but get some boo-boos and cuts and nicks, and they needed to take a short rest and uh, have another knoll party return to the camp and surprise the party while in the middle of their little naps. See, I can't get through without being sarcastic. But, uh... Oh, yeah, watch what you're doing. People's first day driving, apparently. Uh... Yeah, so I'm I'm looking to learn the rules actually as as a whole in five e, and not have that jenga. That's where I probably got the uh, the the jenga reference from when Ray said it's slide sliding around there. I just I guess I imagine jenga pieces falling down and learn how they slide together, and how they work together, and work together. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm. Uh, it's one of my many projects that I have in my head that I haven't gotten to yet, but definitely is on my to-do list. So thanks again for calling in Ray. I appreciate it.
4: Hey Tim, this is Jim here. I was just going back through, uh, Richard LeBlanc's, uh, save versus dragon, uh, blog spot, uh, site. And I noticed that there is a, uh, winner of the basic psionics handbook that named Tim Shorts. I'm assuming it's you, unless there's several Tim Shorts out there that play role-playing games. So I was curious to know what you thought about the uh, item at hand, if you wouldn't mind letting me and possibly the rest of the internet know. Thank you very much, take care, and hope you're enjoying your
3: vacation. Goodbye.
0: Hey Jim, I did not look at it yet because I don't use Psionics in my game that much, so I just haven't looked at it. I do have it in my Richard LeBlanc folder, which has got all of his stuff in it because everything Richard does is phenomenal. So I definitely have a folder. Uh, I have a just an aside, guys, in my in my computer. I have a gaming file that I that I have divided up into authors' names. Like, there's certain folks where I know I have all, you know, going to get a lot of their stuff, so I throw it in there. So that way I can kind of keep it all organized. And Richard definitely got one of those fi- files and everything. And, and, I mean, he's famous for, like, his D30 companion and D30, what is it, Adventure Design or something like that? But, uh, yeah, I mean, Richard's stuff is always great. I mean, I think you want to three castles award years back and everything so uh, i have to take a look at it i'm glad you reminded me of that because i think i just won it for this christmas and uh got the pdf there for me so and uh, thanks for calling in uh jim i much appreciate it mm-hmm. Alright guys, that's I've caught up with all my callings. I wanna thank everybody who calls in. I appreciate it so much. It does make a difference. You know that little ad I have in the beginning and everybody's doing that ad now. It does make a huge difference with, with uh getting the feedback and having conversations and getting to know one another through these one minute clips of our opinions and advice and gratitude whatever you're expressing at the time uh, singing a song or having your dog bark into it uh, it's always fun it's such a great community it's such a positive community it's I'm knocking on wood because god forbid I I jinx anything but you know it's one of those communities that hasn't been touched by a bunch of bullshit yet and that I much appreciate you know they're We've all been really good to one another, encouraging to one another. and uh, It's been over a year now. It looks like I've been doing this for, I guess it's been 13, 14 months now, which I didn't realize. I, I'm not a big numbers guy. I don't even know what number episode I'm on. I don't know how long. I, I miss anniversaries for stuff like this all the time. Not my wedding anniversary, just this kind of stuff. So, I want to thank everybody. Please, please, please keep calling in. And I'll keep on calling into your thing and keep this, this uh, cool community going. So take care, everybody. Roll better than me, and uh, we'll talk again.